In the words of Meredith Marks, when it comes to that week, week and a half before my period, I wish I was disengaging. My PMS is off the charts. Truly Uber Eats needs to check in and say, it's about that time, isn't it? I know it is. The cravings are crazy. I want to crawl out of my skin. Now it's easier to manage PMS with Estro Control. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony and Estro Control, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. For AGs who are friends of perimenopause, menopause, or postmenopause, Happy Mammoth has Hormone Harmony. It's not just a supplement for women going through those stages. It's also become a phenomenon. Women can't stop talking about it on social media. A bottle of Hormone Harmony is sold every 24 seconds. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code ANDESGIRLS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code ANDESGIRLS for 15% off today. I'm engaging. I just came back from the salon and for the record, I went with a sassy little bob and quiet luxury shade of blonde. Yes, that's literally what we're calling it, quiet luxury. Aside from trips to the salon, I don't actually blow out my hair. My hair is naturally wavy, and that's why I love Way. Way's new anti-frizz cream is a lightweight cream that provides immediate frizz control that lasts for up to 72 hours. I know that I have a limited amount of time with wet, wavy hair in which to get myself in order. And that is why I love the anti-frizz cream. It has notes of bergamot, Italian lemon, violet, and more. And it smells unbelievable. Truly, as someone who is a little bit sensitive to scents, I put this in my hair and I feel great. It also genuinely pairs well with my perfume, which I appreciate. I don't blow out my hair because after years of color processing and attempting to make it straight, I know it looks better and stays healthier when I avoid blow drying, which is why I love the anti-frizz cream. I've used products, especially with wavy hair, where it feels heavy and looks kind of wet. And that's why I love Waze Anti-Frizz Cream because it enhances the natural waves in my hair. I still look like me, just a little elevated. And P.S. I am way obsessed with Waze other bestsellers. Their leave-in conditioner, detox shampoo, my personal favorite. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E- O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code Andy for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com with promo code Andy. The only thing better than watching TV is taking it personally. I don't have another. We don't need one. tapped out (laughs) (laughs) you guys it's taking it personally the realization that we don't need a tagline for this because it's a different it's technically a different show but it's quite literally the exact same show show. it's the same different box i think i have at this point this has come up the thing that um 
this happened to me in height. This is a wonderful way of beginning a story, quite obviously. But I remember in high school, one of my parents was talking to me about stage fright and how incredible it was that I didn't have stage fright. And it was at that moment that I began to develop stage fright. Mm -hmm. And it's sort of the same thing with taglines where I could kind of pull one out of my ass, but I've had too many people say to me, I can't believe that you've essentially done over 400 taglines because I do at every duo episode, but solos I haven't. So it's like not 480, but like Sure, over 400. And I think that has seeped into my brain. And now I'm like, mm. wow, Sarah, that is in fact really difficult. So let's make sure it never happens again. Yeah. I, it's hard for me to think of it now. I know. Put on the spot. It's much more challenging. But if somebody was like, you know, it, or like the planning version where somebody was like, quick, say one, like you'd have right? one. It kind of seeps into your marrow in that mm-hmm. way where someone's yes. like attempting to give you a compliment, but it relies on the idea of you not having a challenge. And then I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, wait, my body mm-hmm. just heard challenge. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Yes. Let's BOGO. And that's where chaos can be find found. Listen, speaking of chaos, I mean, <laughs> this episode... <laughs> But what a journey. This episode, talking about a show that deserves to be discussed. So excited to welcome back return guest, writer, comedian, co-host of the podcast, Ruined, Allison Leiby. Welcome oh, back to Taking It Personally. God. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I'm to so talk excited. About this. I mean, I... <laughs> <laughs> I think... So Southern Charm is Ugh. just like a show that... Mm. burst onto the scene Mm. and was so good for several years just like hit after like but deranged deranged deranged. good like in a way where i was vanderpump rules yes like i was like is this like a soap opera or is this somebody's real like i mean like and dark and like fucked up and like obviously like there's just charleston in general is like extremely haunted with america's past and mm. i feel like we feel that in every episode even though we and don't also talk great about restaurants it. fabulous restaurants mm. the, that this cast never goes to because they mm. can't um i don't think <laughs> um i'm like every i was just like talking to a friend i was like how come like every meal at every restaurant at southern charm they're like let me get the uh buffalo chicken empanadas <laughs> and the poke nachos and a mimosa, and we'll have the French toast. It's just like everything. It's just like every. It's just like TGI Fridays, like elevated. Craig and Paige though, like had a beautiful restaurant. They looked like yes, they went to a really nice. Someone's like backyard, maybe. Like went to a porch. Seemed to be a really nice. But restaurant. seems adorable. Yeah. I would go there immediately. It's like the dock. Yeah, it's like that's nice. But like I feel like every other restaurant yeah, yeah. It's a bar. when they're ordering, when they're it's ordering, it's like bar. absolute yeah. chaos, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's so fun. I love. I love it so much. I love it so much. Shout out to I always forget what it's called, but the. Some like friends of friends run a pod, uh, an uh, Instagram account, uh, Housewives Orders or Bravo Orders. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we it's love, so good. we stand. I love no, 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 every I love. time. And that's important for culture because that is Hugely. the thing that, like, that account I think is really responsible for formalizing something that many of us feel but didn't know how to <coughs> excuse me as I cough properly say which is, you know, like we need to talk about what these people are ordering. Absolutely. It's, it's fascinating. I could watch me. a super cut one hour episode of just different things people ordered. I that when be... Carol ordered scrambled eggs and a hard boiled egg oh, at brunch, we, I was we like, never got an understanding. It, for it. I mean, it, it never took me does. a week to unpack it. And I still don't understand. We're what still happened. not there. You don't want two different kinds of eggs at the same. It's just that that feels those inhumane. two. No, and not hard. Hard boiled eggs should not be ever accompanied by another form of a different egg. No. That's just too much. No it's, cold egg and hot egg. You are messing <laughs> no. with history. Ah. You that is like giving me back to the future Aye. energy. It's not right. It's all not that right. to say. Yeah. Southern Charm Hot Top Time Machine. Hit, really. hit yeah. this. Hit this. Hit the screen, and I was like, I'm in. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. And then it really a, a few years in, 
we really lost it. We lost the charm. I feel like it really got a little bogged down for a few seasons there. And we are back. We're back. It mission is accomplished. Literally <laughs> mission accomplished. It is such a fun it's show so fun. to watch. This season is going to be one uh, by far, no question, one of my favorite seasons of any yeah. franchise of recent. I'm going to say the year, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like we're going to say we're not going to compare it to like season two of Vanderpump Rules. Like we're, we're not, not going to do we're that. We're not going into like the you know scary island, no, or no, no, season, no, or even Mexico trip and Luann still drinking. Upside no, down no, no, bush. no. We can't we, compare. We never. But just like in terms of enjoyment, and do we deserve this? And was this expected by many of us? Absolutely not, not. expected. And also, we're getting real drama, but. For the first time on Southern Charm, without such a dark underpinning. Well, not to say that it's not like sad to watch kind of like relationships like fall apart and there be but cheating. But it's not Catherine and Thomas. But it's not Catherine yeah. and Thomas. Right, it's not, yeah. you know, a 50 year old and a 22 year old and two children hanging in the balance and everybody owns a plantation. Like it's, it's mm-hmm. not that. It's just like assholes cheating on Mm. other assholes with Mm -hmm. other assholes and Mm -hmm. it's like that's fine i could watch that all day that doesn't you know shake me in the way that kind of some of the other iterations of southern charm have really felt like ah yeah (laughs) um it's great i'm loving it how are we feeling about taylor girls on a journey she is right she's on a journey she's on a journey i struggle to square uh like where her religiousness uh is <laughs> oh i think it's right where it's always been i mean i think it's where it's always been and it's like if you were like i love jesus but shep's my boyfriend like i get that you're kind of doing a lot of negotiations he is very that's the interesting thing when she and maybe that perspective has changed but sometimes it's like if you have certain interests that you want to ensure that your partner has you have every right to feel that way it is interesting to then be in a long-term, seemingly committed relationship with Shep, who not only does not ha- share your beliefs, but also doesn't share your, not only does not share your beliefs in religion, but also doesn't share your beliefs in like marriage. marriage. Yes. Um. But I love that she was like, I want the next guy I'm with to love Jesus. And it's like, she's low-key obsessed with Austin. And it's like, this guy, like, he's not Jesus either. <laughs> like, Do you think that she's obsessed with Austin? Is it, is there? I think that they have a real, I think there is something between them that like, I think that were they to be together in a real relationship, mm. it would end. But because they're not going to do that, it is a little unrequited and therefore idealized. It comes from a place of being idealized. It yeah. would seemingly have to, going by their narrative, which includes the fact that apparently there were discussions with family members of whether or not this right. could be a committed relationship before y'all up. Yeah. I think that they really, I think she really liked him. I think he also has always had, like, a, an affection for her. Yeah, that's a great way of putting it. And I think, like, again, were they to really date, mm. it does not last forever. Mm-hmm. But because they're not going to do that, they get to, like, I think that she thinks about him and is like, if we were together, this is what it would be like. And I think that he thinks that about her as well. Like, ugh, if we were really together, like, it would be perfect, but we're never going to do that. And so it gets to live in this, like, non-reality idealization of each other. No? No, I think you're right. It's just, okay. like, <laughs> su- just, it's just like, such a fucking, like, like no? toxic. Because <laughs> no, it's so toxic. Because it's like, you guys it's might so have had, because they keep reminding each other, most especially Shep, of how much they enjoy each other. Yeah, it's like nonstop. Like, I know, like, you know, we just are so close. We have such a connection. We get along so well. And it's like, okay, <laughs> calm down. But then they don't or something. Don't. We, we still haven't seen them not. 
Although he's been pat, he in the last episode was like, "Do you think they had sex?" Something happened because of the way that my king, like literally, a new king was born. Craig has become. Craig is so important. He's life. so important. He's, he's the most so likable he's ever been. Ever been and maybe ever will be. But like, he well might done, be better. Paige. Well done, Paige. But also extremely well done, Craig. Because yeah. he has done some real fucking he's done work on himself. Work. He's done some real work. And he's like, it's nice to see like he's so likable. And he's, but he's like, he's not involved in the drama. But he's mm. not being like, I always found Cameron to be a little like above it all 100 percent, which took away some stuff yes and it's like craig is not in the drama he's yeah. not fighting like we yeah. don't have naomi anymore but like but he's also not like removed from it so Mm-mm. it feels like how why do you get to comment on this like he's in it and like he's producing really well mm-hmm. i think he's really learned how to do mm-hmm. that in a way that i like mm-hmm. um i just love he looks better than he's ever looked i think that Craig has grown an awful lot. Yeah. Everybody has blind spots, by the way. Doesn't mean he can't oh. be a piece of shit, no, including sh- to women and whatever. Yeah, else. yeah. He's like yelling at Taylor, and it's like, just don't yell at her. You know, yeah, I that wasn't a like, great moment. There's but, like definitely still gonna be there's gonna be Craig moments. Right. And also, you know, it's Southern Charm. So it's like these right. we're not baseline. Idealizing men on Southern Charm, it's there's a ceiling. Truly is <laughs> the lowest of bars. But I think he really, really surpasses the lowest of bars because he has been able to, as you said stay engaged directly inside of all the drama and all the craziness, but also be able to like respect and understand and stay, not try to convince Shep to be a better person yes. than he is. Yes. There are po- moments where he's saying to Shep, sweetie, like, I know that you're saying that you're a happy-go-lucky guy, but you have a lot of anger and yeah. rage. You're and like the darkest person that's on TV. Truly, <laughs> you're a broken bird. And the 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 amount of time and energy you're spending telling everybody you're happy after, like, screaming at them, you it could be spent on actually communicating your feelings so we don't get to this spot. And then Shep's like, no, no, you don't understand. I'm like a sweet butterfly. And, and Craig's like, okay, got it. Like, love you. Talk Bye. to you later. Yeah. That, to me, to have the kind of maturity and acceptance that this person is choosing not to understand or they're rejecting my advice and that's okay that's their journey yes comes from a place of honestly grace yes it's amazing grace yeah is what it is no he's really like figured it out and i think he figured out not only like his place in like reality but also then his like what's his place on the show in addition to like reality being like actual reality not like the reality of television like i think he like is growing i think like the him and also i saw something that like pointed out something really i was like oh yeah like somebody was like all this stuff about like why won't him and Paige just like figure it out and get married it's like they they did they're figuring it out it's like she's 30 and they've been dating for a year and a half it's just like they shouldn't be married yet how about if they're in a committed cares right and also if they're in a committed relationship what why are we pushing them to a quote unquote end game, which they, they might not want? They might not want. Also, they might be in their end game right now. Their right. end game is like, we're figuring this out. We're not in a rush. And yeah. we don't need strangers on the internet to try to guilt trip us into a wedding so that they can see a wedding special. Like right. they're doing exactly the right thing because it's the thing that's right for them. Yeah. And I that really is like enough. It. I I love it. I don't want to see them get engaged after six months. And then, no. like, which isn't to say that you can't have a great re- marriage sure, after sure. that, but like, they're not ready for that. She 
obviously wasn't ready for that. She's communicated that no. an upteen well, number also, of times. Well, because also when she was with Perry, like there, like it was like such a was he the older guy? Yeah, who that like was wasn't tough. on the show, oh, and like was, and I felt and she, like he gave her Cartier maybe, and he was like rushing. It felt like he was really rushing Tiffany. her because he was much older. Yeah, and like Craig is younger than like because Perry. Perry wanted a wife. He didn't necessarily want Paige. He wanted Paige to fit that role. Craig wants Paige. Yes. And you can see the love he has in his eyes and like the way that they look each other. Look at each other. They're having fun. They're having fun and they enjoy each other. And I fucking relish in it. And I just think like there's something about Craig, the way he was smoking that cigar, the fact that he said, like, we have to go outside so we don't upset your mother. Like, yeah, the way that he was looking at the end at Austin when he was like, you're in a trap, but also like, this is hilarious, but also like you're stumbling and you're flailing. Yeah. With such delight because he is a shit stirrer. Like, that's not producing for this show. That's because no, like, he's a shit stirrer. Craig's with Paige for a reason. And they like Paige both like gossip. Like yes. Yes. And I love that about them. I love that Craig likes to sew and loves gossip. Yes. I think that that is incredible. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. I do want to buy a Hanukkah pillow. I have, I think I heard that they were sold out. I don't even know where it would go in my apartment, somewhere in the office. I just think he is so charming. But here's my question, because okay. I've heard from people okay. who have been like, but he's, um, but he was a piece of shit, but he was a misogynist. But like he said terrible things to Madison. He was screaming at her at a reunion. How do you respond to that? How do you take that in? I want to believe that like especially the like being able to grow and rehabilitate who you are should be our end goal for calling people out on their shit yeah like there's some stuff that you can't come back from Mm -hmm. and that's real Mm -hmm. i guess i don't know but like when we talk about like kind of the reality tv people it's like you treated women like shit and you yelled at people it's like don't we want to see this craig like don't we want aren't we looking for growth don't we want like I would rather see this mm-hmm. and, you know, hope and assume like finger, that like mm-hmm. there's not something else happening on the other side of the cameras, mm-hmm. which I think we would know um, if he was like being in it. Because like the, they're going to want to paint him as how like mm-hmm. it, the cameras find stuff. Like I think what we want is for people to be able to like grow out of bad behavior and toxic relationships and immaturity around other people and be able to become likable and good like I don't even mean like on the show but I mean like as a person I feel like it's nice you want to see that being possible because otherwise it just means that like some people are terrible and some people are not and that's just the world and like I don't know I want people to get better we all make mistakes and we all have blind spots yeah he learned and learned a really I think like has learned and like look it doesn't mean that we're not going to see next season like him being a piece horrific. of shit and Possible. like that could happen but it could also never happen again right and I want to believe that the opportunity for it to never happen again is real. And that's the path we're on. I love that. I think that's the perfect way of encapsulating it. Yeah. And we're just kind of like nodding at each other. Yeah, it's really nice. It just like, like makes me happy. It yeah. just like, also because like you do see so many of these men in particular, um, not that it's only men, like be horrific on camera, mm-hmm. treat people really poorly, like mm-hmm. commit like really awful emotional crimes to each other. Yeah. And you see this. And then you see them have the opportunity mm-hmm. to change and not. Like, and it hap- I think we've watched Shep not change once. I think we have watched Shep revel in not yes, changing. Yes, he is. He's he's proud. He's very um, proud. Of how little he changes. And it's like, yeah, and he's always, look, prove me wrong, Shep. But, like, he's always going to be kind of a piece of shit. And, like, that's who he is. Kind of. Well, kind of. I mean, he's, t- I, yeah. 
he's awful. But like, yeah, but like, I think like, but you see, like, there have been kind of like way like he there have been opportunities for him to stop being like that and for him to be better and to make kind of like course corrections in his life and treat people differently. And he doesn't. And it feels refreshing to see Craig, who has had this long televised journey of like figuring out who he is and being in different relationships, friendships and romantic. Lying about the bar. Lying about taking the bar and like kind of work. Definitely like, I mean, I think I don't think like I think that drugs have Oh, come in like and out little, maybe not maybe even a like winter is coming yeah maybe, just like that's everybody in that cast i think a lot I of think, people i yeah. think a lot of people on all these recreational shows, like yada yada. that i think yeah. like you you see it start to affect them and him mm-hmm. like lying to his parents about stuff and all that, like and he has come out the other side being like i have my business i treat people nicely i have a nice relationship i know like what not to get in the middle of and how not to like sure he yelled at taylor but like also he's still craig and he's still gonna be on tv but like he's not gonna be the deep seemingly misogynist that maybe we all thought he might be and it's really nice to see somebody like make that growth especially in the face of so many of these men never taking those opportunities that they are absolutely handed one thousand percent and i thought that shep would grow up into maybe some lesser version of the man that i am seeing craig as and what has become to me abundantly clear Never. is that Craig has you uh, surpassed him. And part of, I think, Shep's rage that we've seen in previous seasons has been understanding that, like, listen, nobody is forcing Shep not to work, but he's in a position financially right. where he doesn't have to. And I think what we are seeing is a product of that, is yeah. of somebody who does not feel he has purpose in life, yeah. much of which was his choice. Because you can be uber wealthy and choose to do something with your life you could choose not to draw a salary but to have some sort of focus outside of yourself that does not include books because books are not a personality like and his curiosity about himself should be at least as strong as his curiosity and like reading a new novel and it's not there. And I, I don't think, even think he does that very much. I, d- I think he's read like 14 books. Oh, no, I think he reads a lot. I think he's like very, I, I think that is probably a passion of his. I think it's also the thing that is quite literally used by Andy as an expression of like how adorable and smart he is and by other people too, not just Andy. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's like, it is kind of to me the joke of the fact that like, yeah, to do he and I maybe align in some way, in some ways, maybe politically, sure. But who do I want to go to dinner with? Who do I actually want to be friends with? It's not going to be Shep. It's no. like, this is like the great, to me, the great understanding is like the fact that a lot of the anger or ridicule, I mean, his his dog's name is Lil Craig. Like this man loved to put Craig down, as did many people. Craig was the punchline. And guess who's now become the joke? Yeah. It's not fucking Craig. Yeah. Craig is made a thriving very successful career that he created himself from that everybody ridiculed from a punchline he has from essentially a pre-meme into this incredible uh i keep touching your foot i mean we're bonding into this (laughs) incredible incredible very very successful business he has found someone that he's devoted to that he respects i think that shep hates Paige because i think Paige sees through shep's charms well, also... Well, I mean, th- what charms? But, like... No, 100%. I think, like, in Charleston, like, or with much younger women, he probably still gets away with a little bit of, like, no, oh, I'm Shep. But, like, I don't think that Paige stood for that for one fucking second. 
And I think Craig sees Shep too. And it's like, I am going to attempt to humor this person who's saying like, why can't you get Paige to go out? Because sweetie, she doesn't want to go out out and we like to stay in together. And then Shep's response, I thought was interesting because Shep was like, well, you need to like, ask me to do things and Craig, you know what Craig's response to that was like point taken right Craig's like, oh, okay I'll invite you over to the house yes like Craig I'm growing the, I mean I am I loved so, him I loved having him Matt so I loved like an episode or two ago when Madison came over and we mm. I'm like I'm like give me Madison and Paige hosting a 15 minute late night show at the I end I think of- you are going to be given that I would love that yeah like give me the two of them talking about people and clothes yeah where's that giggly squad like that that I would prefer because um, I just I'm just like set her up with Madison when she's in Charleston have them hanging out more mm-hmm. they're living these weird long distance relationships they both are even oh though my God. I'm like yes Madison why is your husband flying all the way across the country oh my god but he's so hot he's it's, like such a decent man I don't know that I'm carbon so footprint really hurts oh I mean okay he's also <laughs> like putting out fires or whatever so I feel like it no now he's out. behind a desk I'm like can't he do that from but home? like that desk is also helping putting out fires he's like no, ordering great you know but again whatever I don't know they that use you need for to fly. fire stuff yeah I don't know that water you need to be or whatever constantly I mean um, it is what it is it is um but I'm just like I love them together and I think that like it's just it's just really nice to see Craig grow up and have like Paige. Like at first I was like, ugh, is she gonna work in this context? I like Paige a lot. She some, really does. But she really does. And I think it's because he like isn't forcing her to do things in a way I think that five years ago, Craig, mm-hmm. with a long distance girlfriend who's on another show, would have a very different kind of plan. Yeah. Paris is always a good idea. And when I schlep on over to Europe to my favorite city in the world, I bring with me a few important phrases that I have learned from housewives. C'est bon, c'est bon. Chic, c'est la vie. Je m'appelle the Countess. N'est-ce pas, Luan? <laughs> and while those key phrases are important when speaking to any French bravoholic for other matters of life, That's where Rosetta Stone comes in. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered, including, of course, French. It features fast language acquisition. It immerses you in so many ways. There's no English translations. So you really learn to speak, to listen, and to think in that language. It's an intuitive process. You pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. J'adore Chris Manzo. Et toi? There's a speech recognition filter which gives you feedback on your pronunciation. It's convenient with desktop and app options. And it's an amazing value. Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs in life. That's lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off. A steal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, AGs can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Today. 
Shout out to Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing me with free samples. Astapro is a first-of-its-kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes, while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. It delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Living in New York City is not easy. Just ask Sonia, trying to sell that house. There are so many mornings where I wake up and think, oh my gosh, I'm having the worst cold of my life. And I realize it's actually from allergies. When my nasal allergies flare up, and that happens when the season changes and the temps get a little warmer than they normally are, I use Astapro, and I'm amazed at how fast I'm back in the game. And that game is looking for Dorinda on the Upper East Side. Astapro always has my back and nose. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Conversations around wellness and weight loss can be complicated. There's the Instagram filter we all see on IG and social media, and then IRL. And between $20 smoothies and daily ice baths, everyone is doing the most to hack the health system. But there's a better way. Roe. Roe provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. And you can sign up from the comfort of your own home. No scheduling a doctor's appointment, commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes, so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Of course, medication must be paired with diet and exercise modifications in order to achieve any stated results. Medication cost is not included in the program. Patients must pay for medication separately. With Roe, average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to roco slash andysgirls. You can sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash andysgirls. Sign up today. He gave her a bedroom for her own closet. I know. Not even he gave her a bedroom. He like said, do you want a bedroom? And now they ha- she has a she bedroom. Has a it just, it's, and the way he was like, we have a real house now. Yeah. I'm like, you do have a real house, Craig. Like I'm so, I just think he's so adorable. And, and I he can't... said purple furniture for the Ravens at the pool. I was like, <laughs> no, Paige, end it. <laughs> and I think she did. <laughs> or maybe she'll give that to him. And they just are, they seem so sweet together. And yeah. his ability, he is so important to Southern charm. I like, yes. can't imagine the about show it. without him right now. Couldn't do Little it. dark. Would, would be so dark, so chaotic. It would be Shep, like, 
mid no. whatever the fuck they don't hold on, so- on Whitney's Southern Whitney's like, Garden. I'm here for the weekend, so I'm going to be in some of these scenes. Oh, my God. But you know what? <laughs> the Whitney Pat stuff, I mm. love it. Whitney, like, not understanding how to put together, like, the most basic dinner party that has already so been funny. quite literally totally organized without your input right. and not knowing how to stand there is delightful. That it's man so is funny. has Useless. been just, Oh, God, I love him so much. But he's also, like, so funny. And the way that he was allowing himself to have fun when they were doing the, like, Austin, tell us again. Like, did you kiss her? Did you touch her boobs? It was giving me, like, grease energy. Yeah, I yeah, just, yeah. I just, I really find, I, I enjoy Whitney. He's grown with age, honestly. He's grown and also, age. we're getting him in the doses that are appropriate yes, for Whitney we don't need on more. this show. We don't, we don't need, need him no, no, here no, 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 no. in every <laughs> scene. We don't need him at the part. Like, we kind of only see him at his mom's house and, Perfect. like, one or two other venues. Love it appropriate absolutely appropriate i like olivia i did not understand who or what she was and the limited amount southern charm is doing her no favors Mm -hmm. by essentially treating her as like uh, some woman that like austin yeah as like essentially a reason for storyline and not as a complete person is not helpful, no. but I really and I enjoyed her at the Southern Charm panel at BravoCon because oh, she nice. was like, I put some video up on IG, I think during it. Um, she was she did a good job of essentially telling Austin to go fuck himself, which I obviously really appreciated. Yeah, I think that like at the editing has kind of like put her in a little bit of a box, but like I can see like moments where I'm like, oh, I think that you're just kind of like a mostly normal person in Agreed. the way you react to things. Yes. And I really think that, like, that's kind of always missing from Southern Charm Mm -hmm. (laughs) is just, like, somebody who's, like, a little bit in touch with their own interiority and, like, has some head on their shoulders. And so, like, her not just immediately, like, being like, okay, Rod, like, you can be my boyfriend. We'll be, like, I feel like there are women that we have seen on TV who are just like, I need a partner. I need to figure this out. Like, on TV and off TV. Mostly off TV. Yes, mostly off TV. Yeah. Like, you know, even on Southern Chat, like, where they, she would be like, okay, we'll do it. And then, like, it falls apart instead of being like, I'm really not there right now. Mm -hmm. And I think you're cool. But, like, you know, that's not where I am. Like, I just think that, like, she seems reasonable and reasonable in the face of horrific family tragedy which is so dark and so so sad sad. and yeah it's like there is darkness to southern charm this year but it has nothing to do with kind of like what we're watching play out Mm. um but for her to kind of still be like seemingly emotionally in control in these very dramatic scenarios like it just makes me like her how do you feel about the taylor sort of the sort of undoing of taylor's relationship with her with olivia I mean, here's what I think happened. I think that season ended and they were both single and they were both like have no tie to really being on this cast or in Charleston without the men. Because I don't think Olivia like she was like living in L.A. and was like, I came back. Mm. (laughs) It's like your parents don't live there now. They're in Houston and they're just like clearly have like properties. And you're like, (laughs) I guess, lady, like whatever. Um, What a life. You know, and I think Taylor was adrift and they were like, oh, I think that like they found each other as like, oh, we're kind of like both going through this thing, even though I think that like Taylor was heartbroken over Shep. And I think Olivia was kind of embarrassed by Austin because I think that oh, I think that like I don't think she was ever in love with Austin. I think that like embarrassed is a good they like got together on the show. I'm sure they hooked up a bunch of times. And I think the second they stopped filming Austin, like. Austin dropped the facade and probably still wanted to fuck her, but didn't want to date her. And she was like, wait, you're making me look really dumb here because, like, on TV, we're liking each other. And now in reality, like, I'm kind of into it and you're not. 
So I think like she was hurt, but like in a different way. And I think that they were both like, we're both hurt. Let's get together. And I think that Taylor was like, oh, good. I have a friend knowing all of the Austin stuff had happened. Hmm. And I think she thought that it was either never going to come out or that girl code was going to mean that her and Olivia would be fine. And I think that all that came out and Olivia was like, wait, you said you were going to be my friend. Fuck you. Um, And I like her for that. And also, as Austin embarrassed her, so did Taylor by doing that on camera at a group event. Yeah. And and like and I think that Taylor genuinely thought she'd be able to make it okay with Olivia. And Olivia was like, I'm not having that. Well, then they had that thing at Taylor's house. Lake House, which was way bigger and nicer than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, this is like a fucking mansion yeah. on a lake. Um, but there was that moment, too, where I think Taylor really thought this was, we're going to repair this and be okay. And Olivia was like, no, I, I'm really not there. Yeah. I'm really I not there. I think she doesn't at all understand how her actions affect other people. And I think that she thought, like, girls are friends with girls. And hmm. this girl and I are friends. And we both obviously understand heartbreak. And even though I'm doing something with a guy that caused your heartbreak, doesn't mean that we can't st- – I think that she genuinely thought it would be fine. And that's stupid. <laughs> and so do you think that Austin and Taylor fucked? What do you think happened? I think that timeline is so fuzzy that, like, they definitely did. Honestly, and again, I'm not inside it. So like, who knows how I would have felt in the moment filming, but also like understanding that the fact that Craig caught the New York thing after that, however many turtle times and smoking a cigar, the fact that he was able to catch that and be like, wait, but you said New York. So like when you're in a room, you're not a hotel room. I think he already knows that they fuck. I think he knows like, or that, what, that, 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 that making out happened a couple times. I think he knows that there's been stuff going on, whether Austin has told him or whether he's like observed and been like, I know this and I'm going to bring it out when I need to. Like, I think that he's been aware that this is not one time she slept over or one time we made out. Like, I think that they've been low key hooking up, whatever that means for them. Yeah, it, it couldn't, it doesn't need, it doesn't need it to mean, mean like, it could stupid. We're sleeping in a bed and we're making out. Yeah. Which, like, which I think would st- is still like very hurtful to. It's intimate. Yeah. All they needed to do was, I mean, do the thing that's like the hardest thing to do, which is to be honest. Yeah. Right. If they had come out the jump and like, all right, here's what happened. Here's why it happened. We're so, so like, I think they could have gotten out without so much collateral damage. But because they're drawing it out, and this is like the lesson of reality TV that no one re- like will learn, where it's like, once the lid is off, just empty it out. Like, everything that's in there, like, just show everybody what's in there. Because otherwise, it's all going to come out. Is it possible that they literally only kiss that one time no. after playing guitar in his like kitchen or whatever yeah. or living room there's no way because she did say after new york yeah you i don't know that you can i mean i again it's like and it's like and okay well like then when were the phone calls to the family and then when was it's like there's so many and what are the phone calls to the family based on right is that because you wanted to kiss him is that just because you were single and like you talked about something was that because you had already kissed or more and then we're like well if we're going to do this again, it has to be a relationship. Like what? I I think a lot has happened under the surface. And this is, listen, not dragging someone for, you, this is not, you know, sex shaming no, or no, no, anything no, no. else. This is like literally trying to this track is betrayal. this. This is, be, this is betrayal and it's, and it's loyalty and it's trust. Yeah. And it's like, 
you know, it's a, and it's also a difficult thing if they're not willing to be honest, then how can we expect Shep to be? I know it's different, but like, how yeah. can we separately also expect Shep to be honest about his feelings if we don't even know what he's hurt about? Right. He's hurt about being betrayed, but like he doesn't even necessarily know the right. level of betrayal. Right. Have they been fucking for six months? Did they make out in bed twice? Was there one sleepover and one kiss or was it like a slow build to like it got more intense and then it died like i mean those things all matter here and shep saying um it was fun uh cheating on you and also He's austin we make fun of you or made fun of you behind your back i mean i mean shep meow. had one point i forget when it was in the season where he was like i think it was when it came out that she had talked i think maybe, like that they had talked to their family members about dating he was like but, like, you've seen what he's like to date, right? Like, it was, like, one, like, real mm. moment of clarity for Shep where I'm like, what a great point. That <laughs> like, is a great point. Like, Austin's, Austin's a terrible boyfriend. Like, a terrible boyfriend. Who would and you... I think that's clearly something, like, they talked about. Right. And it's, like, it is a good point to be, like, you thought this guy was going to be your boyfriend? There is a, a You're going to be the woman of, who changes him? It's the theme of, like, you think you can change these yeah. guys. And if you, if you were super successful with Shep, God bless, but you weren't. So why do you think Austin is going to be better? Right. Because he reads less? Like, what, what do we think here is going to be the thing that, like, because he's, like, maybe more charming but no, no they're both just so tall it's the tall, tall complex is the is what happens at the end of the game who would you rather date of the two of them yeah and rather, you can't say Craig. neither no one i'll be single forever i think also no part of me <laughs> no part of me could like i want to say austin but get I'm it like, up emotionally tough. well for either of them like i would really like to sit in a, to sit across from one of them at a table and been like we're having a meal give me a drink we're talking like i don't i don't think i could like knowing everything i know and also having all my feelings about who they are like i couldn't I couldn't be nice to either of them. <laughs> I just can't. I don't. I've never been that person. I don't want to like, quote unquote, party. I've quite literally never been that person. It's not fun to me. Like mm -hmm. binge drinking in that way. Like we've all had college experiences, sure. but like that's not let alone 20 years after college. Yeah, like, Shep's like 46. Shep's in his late 40s upset that Paige doesn't want to go like rage with him on yeah, a like Tuesday. Like a bar that 22 year olds That he to. probably also owns. Like it's no, giving me no. like raise so energy. Which is a little bit so, of a New York City yes. shout out. Like, raise energy for it's sure. just not. It's, like less cool though. <laughs> oh 100%. <laughs> extremely not cool in any way at all whatsoever. And also you know shout out anybody tangentially related or directly related to succession. But yes. um, it's just not giving me what we. And it's just like I never expected honestly when Southern Charm began that Shep would become or maybe always was this person. Mm -hmm. I just really thought, I think he thought his purpose became the show. But what happens when that's not several other people's purpose? Right. Or at least Craig's purpose. Yeah. That's got to be tough to kind of deal right. with. Right. Craig just like happens to still be on these shows. Not like, ha like obviously they're like his driving force, like money. But he has other passions. But he has other things that like occupy his time and interest. Like, his job and Paige and it just like having a life, it seems. And I don't know what Shep's life is outside of this show. Shep I can imagine what Craig's is. Yes. And Shep doesn't have goals. He has a calendar. Mm -hmm. Like Shep doesn't have goals. He has like a Google Cal. He yeah. doesn't have any kind of thing. Yeah. 
he doesn't, honestly, if I'm being super honest, he doesn't have faith, which has nothing to do with religion. No. He does not seemingly have faith including of himself. And that can be really tough. Like, I don't, I, you know, I don't have a thing with uh, like a holy higher power, but I do genuinely have faith in people. I have Mm -hmm. faith in community. Like there are different ways that I think of faith. My religious identity is more like cultural, but it's strong versus Shep who has seemingly nothing. nothing. And that is sad. It's sad to watch, especially if it's self-inflicted and it's prolonged. And he might not, it's like, I want to give him the benefit of like, he might not know how to find it, but he doesn't want it. He clearly has said over and over, and this is the consequence of that. If you want, if you just want to collect mailbox money and like live near the beach. so depressing to me. And your interests are really solitary, aka reading or, or being out with strangers yeah like there's no real circle there's no real goals and i don't know like i've been you know we've all been in phases where you're like i don't really know what i'm doing right now and those are really dark times and shep has been in that his whole adult life and he won't again as he said so repeatedly he's not angry he's not an angry guy and yet he's like the most angry guy. he's the most angry guy and also if you guys if you want a little tea which isn't really tea but i'm a chump which is a jeff lewis live listener mm. and on the jeff lewis live after show one of the co-hosts was with oh. jeff partying in vegas yeah and i think real moms of bravo has the actual audio clip but i listened to the full episode mm. and so page yeah page who's not craig's page but page who's page. a co-host on the jeff lewis live after show there was an after show with page and page and page <laughs> who chumps now they're both delightful but page was gambling late at night yeah. in vegas with herself again this is not southern charm summer house page but a different person named page and jeff lewis and shep among others and shep got escorted off the property seemingly yeah. asked to leave because he was drunk belligerent and very rude yeah aggressive to one, aggressive to, to the one a of dealer. the a dealer in the casino and was being a piece of shit and it's like that's not that's, who he su- is. that's not surprising or unexpected that no. is the fact that when he is when he's drinking but often when he's not as yeah. well you get the glimpse of the fact that he can be angry. really shitty he's angry and he doesn't know how to communicate it because he doesn't want to be that guy but he's more that guy than anybody else than in anybody the cast. else and i'll never forget all whatever it was with chelsea from years back where, oh. where like he oh we're like she was seeing austin and he was pissed that like austin, oh no oh no i remember and he and and like chelsea kind of relayed a story that Shep kind of like grabbed her and then like it was not a good moment everybody walked it back a little bit in a way that I was like something was dark there worse than we probably know and it's like that like to me that's who Shep is oh fuck I mean I mean it's not not who he is I think he (laughs) is someone who is Often. I don't think he's always no. That I don't guy, think he's but like, like a predator, but I think he's out I think of control he's and he doesn't understand other people's boundaries yes. and he doesn't respect them. Yeah, I think he's a guy who's like me, 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 gimme, mm-hmm. gimme, gimme, and that's maybe because that is the environment he's been in, which mm-hmm. is of enormous privilege and no consequences. Yeah, and he reads. So what more could you want? I mean, listen, the TLDR is Southern Charm is giving me everything I've ever needed in my entire life. If you didn't watch last season, no problem. Neither did I. I just watched the reunion. I've seen every season prior. But like it just it's I highly recommend watching this season. It Mm -hmm. it is it is a genuine bright light. And again, I can't say enough about Craig Conover. I'm like he's in my Housewives top 10. Like he just is like 
he seems so delightful. I've met, I think, a couple people from Southern Charm, mm-hmm. maybe briefly over the years. Met him extremely briefly after BravoCon 2019. It was super dark the last night. We were like going to get food or something or drinks. And he was with friend of the pod, Leah Palmieri, mm-hmm. who he is friends with, who has moderated a few panels at BravoCon and is delightful. And I saw her with Craig. And I was just like, I'd had like maybe a glass and a half Prosecco. So I was like you know, my version of 10 seconds yeah. deep. And I was like, Craig, come over here for a photo. I was like, Craig, come over. And it was like, it was like zero degrees in New York City. And oh. you saw the look in his eyes of like, am I about to do this? And he did because he's a delightful. Aww. And that was nice. 2019. Yeah. He's just, and I think honestly, the Southern Charm cast is universally really cool because they're closer to human people than some of the Housewives franchises. Yeah, yeah, Same yeah. Same with Vanderpump Rules, honestly, although they're on like a different level but um i just wish him the best and i really do i'm gonna add a pillow to the clawfish registry i'm gonna add a sewing down south pillow because i think we have a chris manzo honorary pillow and i think there should be one for the host chair that's um different from the one that i'm using to support my back listen allison Libby, i've taken up more than enough of your time you know i'm obsessed with you you know here every chance that i can grab you for six to nine hours to record is one i'm gonna hop on 100 i love it um happy thanksgiving happy thanksgiving thankful to have you a friend as a friend thankful for craig thankful a friend to have you as (laughs) thankful for craig can you tell the ags about your patreon where they can listen to your podcast follow you on social all that and more my podcast ruined that i co-host with my friend who tells me the plot of different horror movies every episode because i refuse to watch them but i must know (laughs) what happens because i'm an information slut genius Um, i love information um so we have obviously a regular podcast that you can access on Apple or Spotify, wherever you get podcasts. We also have a Patreon. So if you're a mega fan and you're hearing what you like, we do two extra episodes a month and then a live show that different tiers get you access and also all kinds of like good ad free versions of what we do. So mm. um, if you have any interest in that, join. Incredible. And guys, um, join the Andy Scrolls Patreon, number one way of supporting the pod. You get exclusive bonus episodes and so much more at patreon.com slash Andy Scrolls. An hour-long episode went up this week talking about Beverly Hills, BravoCon, so uh Southern Charm, so much and more. Um, and that is exclusive to the People's People's Couch and OG of the AG tiers. And there are so many other tiers to choose from. Um, great holiday gift, by the way. Yeah. And there's a premium tier where you could record a Patreon episode with yours truly or have an hour-long Zoom kiki one-on-one. Yeah. I mean, a oh. dream. A literal dream. Come literal true. dream. At patreon.com slash Girls. Follow me on Instagram at Dame Galley. And um, listen, happy holidays. Happy Thanksgiving. Thankful to all of you for listening. To Allison for being here today um to my cackle for just inspiring so many um on the on the daily and by the hour and we will chat with you soon bye-bye Bye.